Alrighty, welcome to Romero Records Podcast. Today we have on... Adam McClellan. <laughs> How's it going, man? I was like, is that my answer? <laughs> is that to me? <laughs> Remember to bring the... Make sure you keep the mic up. Yeah, yeah, got you right there. Alrighty, so uh, how's it going, man? Man, it's going. It's uh, just trying to make it, you know, through the apocalypse. Yeah. Uh, it's It's been quite... It's been quite uh, a, a few months. Yeah. So that's basically it. So and I know as a musician, this has really affected you as far as work goes because, I mean, you've got all your shows and stuff like that are been, have been a no-go. So how do you, I don't know, how do you feel like that's that's going to kick back in? Um, well, I don't know how, I don't know how true it is, but I, to, from what I've understand, I've talked to some managers and I've talked to some bar owners and they've said something about it. It might start going down after phase three. Oh, really? Me personally, I can't be more excited. I don't know how much, I don't know how big they're going to let us do it. Like if they're going to let us do a full band or just have a couple of us come out there with acoustic guitar to have, uh, you know, to have live music back or something. But I do know that me personally, it's kind of given me time to just kind of chill out and write more music actually learn some new songs just kind of reflect upon myself as not only just an artist but as a human too like so i've I've kind of as much as it sucks it's it's given me the time that i needed to just chill out yeah um i want to go back to playing music um i can't wait to go back to playing music because that's what i love to do i don't like doing anything else um but it's just, it just had to happen, I guess. It just, it is what it is. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it is what just, it is. Just, it just is what it can. I can't do, can't do anything about it, I guess. So. When you, like, first found out about, like, all this going down, did you, like, just start thinking ahead of, like, you know, what, how it's going to affect you and your, like, your music and everything? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a, uh, so I ended up, actually getting a full-time job around january so i was blessed to be able to hang on to that and then this happened and i was like oh now i'm really glad i've had this job <laughs> because i think for the past four around four years i've been doing music for a living i've, I've played music you know probably about since i was 15 i'm and i uh that's the only thing i've ever wanted to do so yeah. i actually gave it a went for the shot a few years ago uh, but I needed some extra income to come in so I could start putting out more singles. Uh, I have a solo project going on right now. Um, it's just all my original music. Um, and then I also play with a band called AM Whiskey. And uh, we have some original stuff too, and we do covers as well. Uh, but this is this my new project is something just a little different. It's more like country rock stuff. Um, I guess AM Whiskey would be like more like southern rock. Maybe, mm. maybe some – we call it hard southern rock. <laughs> so uh, – but I needed, like I said, I need some extra income to come in. So I picked up this job and voila, Armageddon happened. Yeah. So, you know, here I am. I'm like, well, I guess I'm glad I have this right now. Um, you know, we've been doing those live streams. Mm -hmm. How's that worked out? Those are cool, man. Those are really cool. Um, that's kind of what gave me the motivation to learn more songs because people would like text me or message me or comment on the video saying hey can you do this song oh. hey, can you do this song i'm like you know what i can't right now but now that i have all the time <laughs> in the world i'm gonna go learn it and i'll do one in a couple of days yeah. so i think i've learned like 
15 new songs and just kind of yeah oh dude i i I don't even know i don't even know how many songs i know dude i've i've been learning songs for a long time like it i before i learned songs i started uh well before i really focused on learning a bunch of other people's songs uh, I, I I I was writing. I think I wrote my very first song when I was fifteen. And it was about this girl I was dating at the time, or or some, I liked her or something. Yeah, it was just yeah. something cheesy about a Bronco or something like that. I'm sure I could have sold it to Luke Bryan or something if I <laughs> if I'd hung on Bit to the mold. It. Yeah, just slide right on in there. But uh, I think the it, it's been kind of. It's been cool. Like those live streams are awesome, man. So sometimes I'll be, I'll hear a song and I'll be like, "Oh man, I forgot that I know that song." Like, and I'll go back and learn it, and it's in my memory again. Um, so, and of course, I've been able to learn some new songs that I've wanted to learn. Um, I'm working up "Don't Want to Miss a Thing" by Aerosmith right now, mm. and unfortunately for me, I can't sing in the key of Steven Tyler, <laughs> so I have to like transcribe it like three steps down i would say most people can't so. yeah that's why he does what he does and that's why i do what i do that's why i live in a little one-bedroom apartment he lives you know like seventy thousand foot mansion. wherever he wants yeah doing whatever he wants you know so but it's been a, uh, it's been cool but yeah so i the live stream I, I really started doing a lot of live streams so i could start promoting my new original stuff um which i'm hoping to have a single out hopefully in a couple months uh i know uh, financially everything been happening because i picked up this full-time job earlier this year i i ended up losing my other job when mm. it came to playing music so now i'm like Ugh, i only have this one income coming in so i can't so i'm saving up little by little but i'm gonna get it out like mm. lots of hope so yeah, I've I've heard about a lot of people doing really well with that live stream stuff. There's um there's this guy I've been listening to a lot lately. I listened to his podcast and um been on his Instagram. His name is Rick Barker. Apparently he was um Taylor Swift's uh first manager. So like when Taylor Swift was first coming up, he was her manager. Cool. And he said he stopped because um family time, like he was just always what Taylor. <laughs> so he was like, right. I had to stop because, you know, I had my family and I didn't want to miss out time with them. But he's doing a really good job at like helping people, giving people information and stuff like that. But um, he was, he like was showing this girl who just does live streams. Like she doesn't do concerts at all. And she, he said she was making like 80 something grand a year just doing live streams. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That's wild. And I was like, man, that is insane. Just playing her guitar and singing. Just playing from your phone. Yeah. Just like that. Yeah. 80 grand a year. <laughs> I'm over here touring half the nation. I'm like, can I have a hundred bucks? Like, <laughs> I know we play for four hours, but you owe me a hundred bucks. <laughs> so do you do, they call it a virtual tip jar. Do mm-hmm. you do that? Yeah. yeah okay. I is got, it, do you use like a PayPal or something? Uh, I don't. Something is wrong with my PayPal. I should probably get that fixed. Mm. Uh, but I use Cash App and Venmo. You use Cash App and Venmo? Yeah, it just seems easier that way. Okay. For some reason, it won't let me log on to my... It's been like... So we with with AM Whiskey, we sell we can sell our merch... I mean, our, the, we can sell our merch through one of those squares or through PayPal. Okay. And we had it linked up on my phone where they could just... If we just go into like a separate, I guess, account or something like that. 
Uh, and then our other guitarist ended up taking over it because something kept happening with my with my PayPal. It wouldn't let me sign in. So mm. we'd be sitting there, you know, somewhere out of town trying to sell a shirt or, you know, whatever. And I'd be like, I can't get it. So, like, he just ended up downloading it. And I don't know. It, something's wrong with my PayPal. And I need to get that fixed. Because <laughs> that's kind of important. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I do a virtual tip jar. Um and now that I think about it, once live music does come back, I'm probably going to continue doing these that the live streams. You should they're cool? Yeah, they're, they're really cool. Like they're personal, they are personal. They're more personal because this the the people watching they they choose to want to watch it. So like yeah. they're giving you some time, and uh, it kind of gives it just it's cool. I like those. Yeah. So. It gives the introverts something to, something yeah. to do. <laughs> <laughs> so right. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've never been much of a concert person. I actually, one of the first concerts I've been to was uh, Louise Page. I went to one of hers, and then um, and then I actually went to Lucky 7 Brass Band. I went to, they were doing a show at, shoot, I can't think of the name of the bar. But, um, yeah, I went to their thing, and I was like, this is this is actually pretty nice. Like yeah. <laughs> going out, I I've just never been a a concert person or like you know go see live music, but yeah. it's actually pretty nice. Do you enjoy like doing the shows as like you know just something something that's a part of the music business or how do you feel about it? I just I just like playing. Like yeah. it's just always what I'd like to do. Yeah. Um, because some people just don't like you know performing. They just really don't like it. Oh, then, then, then why are you there on stage? Then? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I love doing it, man. It's a, it's the only thing that I really just truly know. Like, there's a lot of things in, in life that I'm still trying to figure out. Um, music being one of them, uh, but the path that I'm that I'm on right now, every time I find some type of aspect in my life, it always leads back to music. You know, mm. whether it be between a job. Um, a relationship or you know people i've met it all it all leads to music uh as a matter of fact i met all my friends because of music Hmm. um one of my dearest friends he's him and i met when we were like 16 and it was because we wanted to play in a band together i can't remember how we ended up linking up or anything but we met at the mall and we wanted to play like death metal music and which, which I love that stuff. I played that stuff for a long time and uh and lo and behold we've been we've been homies for like fifteen years now. Wow, fifteen years. That's crazy. Good God. And uh another one of my buddies, we've known each other since we were like six. Uh him and I played played music together and dude, that's like twenty years. This is getting. This is hitting you. Up. Yeah, it keeps going farther and farther back. Okay, we need to find others. <laughs> no, uh, so yeah, you know, it's it's what I love to do, and it's it's who I am, and it, it's it just kind of makes me it 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 makes me want to be me again. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I like it. <laughs> what is like something a part of the business that you feel like? I guess just came naturally to you. It, it could be, you know, just picking up instruments and then learning how to play them or just um, writing music. Like, what do you feel just is, I guess, your natural part of it? Connecting with the crowd. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when I'm on stage, 
whether I'm playing a cover song or whether I'm playing one of my originals, um, I feel that that's where I should be. And when I'm on that stage, I want to give the people my all of all of me. You know, it doesn't matter if it's one person there or a thousand people there. It's not. It's not going to bother me because it allows playing allows me to be who I am, and it also allows the people watching to be who they are. Um, I don't. I have. I. I like. Kind of like okay. So I'm on stage. I have. Um, how do I put this? I don't really. I have like a lot of anxiety problems. Mm-hmm. So like when I'm on stage, it's all gone. And when I'm off stage, I'm like, uh, I want to be back on stage. Really? <laughs> I am. Yeah. I don't. That's crazy. And you would think because I I love people. I love my friends. I love talking to people. But like for some reason, when I get off stage, I'm like, uh, my anxiety is creeping up on me again. That's wild. I don't know what it is. Most but, people, yeah, you would think it's the opposite. <laughs> yeah, like they want you know. And I get off and I and I you know I, I like talking to people when I go off stage. I, I love conversation. I do. Mm. Um, but sometimes it might take me a couple minutes to be like. Okay, I, I don't know. I'm just, I guess I'm just wired differently. I don't, I don't know. I guess it's the way God made me. I, but I do know that um, being on stage allows me, again, like I said, like it allows me to be who I am and it allows the people to be who they are. And that's awesome because it's like we're trading off this energy. Um, I don't know if that person in the crowd, when, I, when I'm on stage, my job is to make people happy whether it's a sad song or, you know, whatever it is, or a happy song. But I don't know. It's kind of like getting to meet them personally, but you don't personally know who they are. I don't know if this person right here just went through a breakup, this person right here just got a raise, or these two people got married or engaged or just had, you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, It doesn't matter. What matters is that the three minutes and whatever seconds of a song we're playing – that person gets to get out of reality for said time and just be who they are. And I'm lucky to be able to do the same thing. So it's just the best way of connecting people. Music is truly the only thing in the world everybody does. Not everybody is the same religion. Not everybody is the same color. Not everybody is the same gender. It doesn't matter. But everybody listens to music. And that's why it's it's the one true, like, it's just the best way that people can connect themselves. You know, there's a lot of hate in this world. There's a lot of, there's a lot of suffering, man. But when music comes about, all of it's gone, man. And it's, it's just the only, it's the only thing that every person does. Is listen to music. Everybody loves music. I've, I've literally never met anybody that's like, oh, I hate music. I'm like. <laughs> I've I've actually met one person. Have who, you? Yeah, what? Yeah, and that's the exact reaction I had. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like how do you, how do you not like music? Oh my goodness, <laughs> not like music. It's, yeah, I don't remember who it was, but they were like, yeah, I don't I don't really listen to music. Like I don't really care to listen to it. And I was like, are you okay? <laughs> who hurt you? <laughs> Did you like get beat up by a jukebox or something? Like, <laughs> Good Lord, man! Wow. Maybe he, does he listen to a lot of podcasts or something? Or? I, I don't know. I don't even. As I say, I don't even remember who it was. <laughs> You're like, I don't even know what it was. I don't yeah, want to talk to. That I guy want to anymore. delete that out of my memory. 
That's awesome, man. No, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I guess there is one person that is that, <laughs> that one guy. But, hey, man, that's his thing. More power to him, you know. But it'd be a lot cooler if you listen to music. <laughs> um, there was something I was going to ask you that was on that subject. Shoot, I just did that. Like I did a podcast yesterday, and, mm-hmm. and I do that a lot. Like when I'm talking to somebody, and I'll have an instant conversation, and it's and it's terrible for podcasts. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, mean. I, I have I have certain questions I want to <laughs> ask you. Well, really, like so with the podcast, I basically just everything's just off the top of my head, like the yeah. the entire time. Yeah, and so if I'm just like trying to come up with something, like it's just. I either have it <laughs> or yeah. I don't. So it's it's good having on like you seem like a good talker. So it's good I, having I love talking. <laughs> Sometimes I talk too much. <laughs> it's good having people on who actually talk because if somebody who isn't a talker, if uh-huh. I have them on, it's just like I'm pushing the mm-hmm. conversation. Which I don't I don't think anybody's really been like that. Like most of the people I have on, I usually like I go through their Instagram or whatever however I find them and like yeah. try to figure out who they are. And that's why I bring them on. So okay. like when we were going through your stuff, by the way, to bring up your weight loss, oh. <laughs> dude, go with that story. So yeah, basically what it was is uh, about about a year and a half ago, I didn't realize how big I was. I was <laughs> 260 pounds. Jesus. I'm in like the ones, I think I'm at like 178 right now. The lowest I got was like one was 160 it was right at 100 pounds and my buddy who i trained with he's like all right we gotta put some more weight back on you that's was, wild um, but what it was is uh i mean i'm not i'm not embarrassed to say it at all i woke up at like four o'clock in the morning one time and there was a fry stuck in my belly oh i'm not even i don't i don't care like that hit you <laughs> and i was like this has got to stop because i'd all yeah like I always wanted to try to lose weight. I didn't realize, like, hey, I didn't know how big I was. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was, and I see these people send me these pictures all the time, and I'm like, "Why did you let me get like this?" <laughs> blaming, <laughs> blaming every all your friends. <laughs> no, it was a, so. Um, I, there were there were some musicians that I that I, I look up to, and they've lost a lot of weight too. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was like, "Well, I kind of want to do that too." So literally that same morning, I got up. Went through everything away, and in my in my in my kitchen, went outside and ran, and I just started running every day mm. for like a mile, which was like twelve and a half minutes for me. Mm. I ran every day. I ate grilled chicken. I ate like half of a pimento cheese sandwich. Uh, drank lots of water. Started eating more vegetables. Cut out all pretty much all bread products, um, minus whatever I was eating with that pimento cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't eat pizza anymore because I love pizza. I love fast food. Dude, I love pizza. Dude, <laughs> that is my favorite food, bro. That well, no wings are probably my favorite. food. Oh yeah, wings too. Wings are probably my favorite. Food. <clears throat> Dude, like no carbs and no calories. Right? Like, I was it's like, just wait all a protein. I was like, wait protein a and fat. I was like, there's like forty calories in it. I'm like, I could still eat wings. <laughs> this is not real life. <laughs> and uh, it was awesome, but um, yeah, I just started running and uh. I've had I got a hold of a couple of my buddies who have uh who who were like into the gym and they're like yeah the first thing you need to do is just drink water and I was like all right I did and me personally I started cutting out sodas and fast food and that was like the big one dude I can't even tell you the last time I went through a drive through McDonald's well, no the last time I went through a drive went to a McDonald's it was a few months ago it was sometime late last year we were coming back from St Louis um 
and we had gotten we had gotten in like a wreck or something, mm-hmm. and it, we we were stuck at our buddy's house for like three days because they impounded our truck because it was a holiday weekend, and as soon as we got the as soon as we got it out. They were like, "You want to eat?" I was like, "Yeah, I don't care. Just take me somewhere because I'm 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 ready to be back on the road. I'm ready to go home." And uh, we went to a McDonald's. And I was just like, "Ugh, <laughs> anywhere." Oh else. my god! <laughs> but I was just like, "Whatever. I don't even care anymore." So I just went in there and got like one of those grilled wraps or something. But yeah, um, and it I didn't intend to lose this much weight at first. Actually, it was it was first. I only wanted to lose about fifty pounds. I wanted to stay around two to two ten. But it fell off so fast in like, I think like a four month span. And then I met a buddy of mine. Um, his name's Cody Clark. He was playing for a band at the time called My Friend Chris. And AM Whiskey and My Friend Chris, we were, we were on a bill together. And I think we, we, we followed each other's Instagrams or something. And then at the show, um, I, I got to meet him and, not just like through social media or whatever, like face to face. So we just started kicking it and everything. Come to find out, he used to do, you know, powerlifting sports, and uh, he wanted to do, he wanted to get into, you know, more live music stuff. So him and I went out for lunch and just started talking about it. So next thing you know, I started going to the gym, which I didn't intend on going to the gym. I was, <laughs> I was fine with just running around my neighborhood and eating my chicken. Yeah. And uh, you know, he's been able to help me out with that. And uh, it was just, it was just really what now we like. We work together, you know, we kick it together, and he's, you know, I think I'm going to the gym after this. <laughs> I'm going to see if he wants to go. Um, but, yeah, it just it just happened like that, and he kind of taught me how to do more, how to, how to prep up my food correctly with the right, you know, macros. He taught me how to pretty much just start looking cooler, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I just – the main reason I wanted to lose weight because I wanted to breathe better. Mm. I wanted to – sing as best as i could um i I was getting tired on stage a lot too oh i was like and i once once everything started happening i started realizing all these different things that were that that were that were happening um i felt better my skin looked cleaner i was waking up i had more energy i was getting up earlier Hmm. i wasn't you know getting up at like one or two o'clock in the afternoon it's just it's literally the best thing I've ever done since I found music. That's crazy. And it's there's actually a couple people that have reached out to me about, you know, helping me. I'm like, uh, just run and drink water. <laughs> you can eat wings too. Guess what? You can eat wings. <laughs> um I got a couple buddy of mine that uh he's actually he's actually dropping the weight too. I think he's down at like forty something pounds right now. He started about three months ago. I'm like, dude, that's awesome, man. Nice. It's so it's so cool. I met a, I met a guy last night. He used to be like like three hundred and ten pounds. He's down to like two forty now or something like that. And, and he's been doing. It's just a random guy I met, and uh, I think we were. I, I did uh, I did like a private party yesterday, and he was he was like an off duty cop, and uh, we were, I, I was just like we were all just talking about what we were drinking. He was like, "Man, this is Tito's vodka." I was like, "Oh yeah, it's the organic stuff, man." He's like, "Yeah, I'm trying to keep my weight off. I used to be you know three hundred and ten pounds." I was like. Dude, awesome for you, Jeez. dude. That's cool, man. Like, and he's like huge now yeah, too. Yeah. Like, he's built. I was like, dude, what? What did you do? Like, <laughs> how do I get that big? You yeah. Know? Um, but yeah, it was just I just wanted to do. If I didn't think it was gonna be like a life change, mm-hmm. I thought it was just gonna be like just drop the weight and then go back to normal. But it's not like <laughs> that, man. If I if I, you know, I don't want to 
torture myself to death. You know, I still enjoy a good meal every now and then. Like yeah. I had a I had a grilled wrap yesterday, and that's it's not like the worst for you. Yeah. Or, yeah. But it was just something good. I think I get like one cheat day a week, mm-hmm. uh, and when I do, I'm like, I'm going to get wings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or. A burger. That'd be cool. Yeah. I think I should eat a burger today. That's what I'm going to do today. <laughs> so. So do you have like a a meal plan that just, uh, so you were talking about with your, with your friend, the guy that was in the, um, that's in the band. Do you, did, does he give you something or do y'all just like, you know, do whatever? Uh, we, so we, we, he's made up like three or four different ones. Um, the one he just made up a couple weeks ago, um, I actually didn't start on it till this Monday because mm-hmm. it was Memorial Day weekend. I went to oh, I went yeah. to Pickwick and I was like, "This can wait till Monday." Okay, <laughs> one more day. Um, he the one that uh, another plan that we had was like one he created right before uh, the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. And everything shut down. Yeah, you know, and him and I both work in the gym too. Actually, as a part time job. Um, and we heard they were getting it was getting shut down. I was like, "Oh well, this sucks." He called me. He was like, "Yeah, that entire plan I just spent three days on, toss it." He's like, <laughs> "We can't do it without a gym." He's like, "Just, he's like, just go outside and run, or keep you know, of course, keep your distance, but just try to do whatever cardio you can since we don't have any weights." I was like, "Well, damn it." Yeah, yeah. So it's just been like eggs and chicken. <laughs> and like eggs, chicken, and water. And uh, that – so – but we we have a new we have a new plan now. It's I, f- I feel that it's working. It's mm-hmm. working for him. He's looking, he's looking great. I think he's lost like 14 pounds. But I think what we're trying to do is we want to do like a meat or something. Hmm. Uh, I want to do something – like a, I'm still trying to learn the different classes of like powerlifting, mm-hmm. um, or iron iron sports or whatever it is. I'm yeah. still I'm still learning that, so I don't want to say the wrong one or whatever it is. <laughs> but I want to try to do one of those, and so I'm trying to stick to this plan as much as I can. Is there a certain movement that you prefer, like a bench or a deadlift? Or I like squatting, man. You like squat the most? Yeah, I do. I like squats and deadlifts. I, my bench is horrible. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not that big. I mean, I could put like I don't even know, like one plate and maybe like a quarter plate on there, and mm-hmm. I'm just like so I can put it up. I'm like, oh, just one. But, <laughs> and I, my buddy over there, he's got like five plates on each side. I'm like, thanks, bro. <laughs> I take it off. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I like I like squats, man. That's that's really fun. Uh, deadlifts are cool. Uh, I'm still trying to work on my form on deadlifts. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to do nothing wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, the gym I go to is NBS, so uh, there's a lot of guys there that know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They're like, don't do it like that because you'll hurt yourself. I was like, well, how do you know? They're like, well, this happened. That's why. Uh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'll do it this way then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's pretty cool. But, yeah, um, this new diet plan we're on is, is pretty much sticking to it. Uh we really don't consume any carbs till like right after we get done lifting. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. Okay. It's 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 it seems to be working. I think I'm I'm thinking I'm down like two pounds right now, uh, but it keeps it keeps flexing throughout the week. So. 
I've heard some crazy stuff about like powerlifters. They'll like drink soda or they'll uh, eat candy uh, with their workouts because this has a lot of carbs and sugars. Rice Krispie treats, dude. Rice Krispie we sell, treats. We sell them at the gym. We sell <laughs> Rice Krispie treats. Yeah, That's I had a wild. buddy come in. He ate two McDoubles before he lifted. I was like. What are you doing? He's like, this is my pre-workout. I was like, McDonald's is your oh pre-workout? Oh, my God. And he's putting up like 400-something pounds. I'm like, good God, man. <laughs> well, you got to think, though. He's he's putting up all that weight, and, you know. That's wild. You know, he's not slim. He's just a big dude, so yeah. he has to have all that. You know, he has to have all those carbs in him and all those calories in him. So, you know. Yeah. It, it, I was like, what? And then apparently I heard one time some guy brought in like a pizza or something like that. I was like. What kind of gym am I in right now? Like, I thought we hated this shit. Like, <laughs> I thought we weren't supposed to have it. Now I can't have pizza again. Yeah, yeah. What's going on here? So, this um this dude I knew he used to drink Mountain Dews. Uh, that was like his thing. He had a Mountain Dew every time, and I was like, I don't know. I feel like, like kind of counterproductive, but <laughs> whatever. With all the sugar, yeah, it had like seven. I think one like a twenty ounce bottle has like. I might be wrong, but I think it's like 70-something ounces of uh, – 70 ounces. 70 grams of carbs and I don't know how many sugars, but uh, it's 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 up there. It's it's a lot, and I was like, I mean, yeah, it does. Hmm. It's got all that in there, but I would probably choose a different form, like, <laughs> Did, like maybe some rice cakes or something. Have you have you, have you drank any of those bangs yet? They're, are they new or – They're the, like the new energy drinks? I've I've seen them before. I think I've had one like years ago, but it's it's been yeah, it's been a long time since I I've had drinking, a bank. I was drinking a lot of those, you know, and then I realized they had like I can't remember how many how many milligrams of sugar in it or caffeine. I was like, dude, this is like four cups of coffee. I can't drink this shit anymore. <laughs> I'll have a panic attack just looking at the gym. Like, there's no way I can do that. I think I heard about some chick that had a bang and then she was just like I think she, yeah, she was like a little too jittery. And yeah, I can't remember what happened to her, but it wasn't, it wasn't good. <laughs> I, I drink Monster Zeros, man. That's all I do. Really, like the the blue, like the ultra blue ones, mm -hmm. the, the the raspberry flavored ones, whatever it is. Have you had the the new the ones that are like? Is it Monster? Yeah, I think it's Monster. Like they're, um, they're like water. It's like Monster Hydro or oh, something yeah, like yeah. that. I have had one of those. I have. You like them? They're they're pretty they're pretty good. Yeah, I ha I think. So me and my wife were on the road, and um, where were we? I don't even remember where we were, but we went to a gas station, and I was like looking for something to drink to like keep me up, and uh -huh. I was like, "Is that a monster? That's water?" <laughs> and then I grabbed one, and I asked the woman that was working there. I was like, "How long y'all had these?" She's like, "We literally just got those." And I was like, "Oh," <laughs> so they were new when I first got one, but it, they're, they're like the big bottle yeah, ones, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty good. I have I have had one of those. Yeah. Those I think it's just supposed good. to be like flavored water. I don't know. Like, I can't remember what the contents of it. Yeah. If it's like, um, if they use like artificial sweetener or, or zero sugar, you know, gotcha. I don't know what they have in them, but um, they, they were pretty decent. I would suggest, you know, somebody do their research and use those instead of a regular monster. But yeah. So, like, regular monsters to me, man. Like, so I drink the zero ones because. I try to I try to watch with the calories, mm -hmm. um, but the green ones were my favorite for like the longest time. Like the black can with yeah. the twist top on. The, oh, <laughs> yeah, right. Just go, 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 go. I'm the Hulk. Let's do this. 
I knew a dude in high school that got a monster tattoo on his back. What? Like yeah. the scratch mark? Right? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you remember that interview? Do you remember that article that came out a few years ago where they said that monster energy drinks are like the work of the devil or something oh, like that? Yeah. And like yeah. the three marks were like... They were reaching, uh, like the like, <laughs> reaching. Yeah, like the biblical number for six six six. I was like, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> Shut up with that shit, please. For real. And they're like protesting monster. I'm sure it was a bunch of Karens out there. But, yeah. Uh, you know that's the work of the devil. I'm like, uh, you know, because it's like unleash the beast or whatever mm-hmm. it is. I'm like, oh, that's the mark, the mark of the beast. Yeah. I was like. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> These people are idiots, man. Like, what is going on here? Crack and, open a monster, y'all crazy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, I can't, dude. People, I, I'm sure it was some lady whose son, like, I don't know, like, got too hyped up on a monster energy yeah. drink or trying to get them back for something. Yeah, like. something like that. Some mouse. Speak to the manager later. Like, <laughs> she's no, the, Karen. You can't speak to the she, manager. She's got the haircut. Mm-hmm. Nope. This is the return. You can read everything about our return policy on the back of the receipt, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's that's really the problem with like the media nowadays. It's too like you know back in I don't know, let's say the the forties or the fifties, like mm-hmm. you couldn't get your media that quickly. Now everything's so quick and oh, fast. Yeah. It's easy to tell a lie, and everybody knows about it. And, it's and it so seems quick. like the truth. And I I think that's why there's a lot more people that involved. Um, with a lot more movements nowadays because how quick it is to see it. They're like, oh, this has been happening? Yeah. How come we're just not seeing this? No, it's it's not that you're just now seeing this. It's been happening, but there's been no way to just upload something real quick, you know. You know, with everything that's been going on lately, man, it's just it's it, it was so quick. Yeah. It moves so fast, man. I'm just like, what in the world's going on there? So yeah, with that Minneapolis stuff, like you've got oh my God, dude. something that happens in Minneapolis, and within 24 hours, people are protesting in Atlanta and Memphis, and it's like that's that's wild. Yep. Like you would never, that would have never happened in like the 50s or 60s or so, maybe even not even the 80s. It would have taken like a year or something for them to be like, all right, we're going to host this yeah, protest, yeah, right? Three days later, after what happened in Minneapolis. I see my friends down there. I've got, I've got. Oh, they went down there. I've got friends down there that oh, went to wow. the protest. Oh yeah, dude. It was like I, I probably saw. Um, man, I think I've got close to maybe five thousand pe- friends on Facebook. So mm-hmm. like, that's a shit ton of friends. And like, yeah. there was like twenty of them that were going live. And I was like, oh my god, y'all. If, when y'all go down there, please be careful. <laughs> like <laughs> for real, because the slightest. It's a real sensitive subject. So the slightest of anything can mm-hmm. turn into something. You know, thank God nothing nothing's happened yet. Yeah. Um so but yeah, I just if if you're gonna go protest, please be careful with it, you know. For like, real. It's just you never know how quick it could just like, you know, everything that happened in Ferguson and Yeah, you know, yeah. Well, oh my god, dude. Did you see anybody um downtown in Memphis? Like did you go down there while while everybody was protesting? I, I haven't either. I've seen some pictures on like Facebook yeah. and I th- Maybe Twitter, but I think it was just Facebook. Oh, Instagram actually. Yeah, I follow. I've seen on Instagram. This is Memphis. I yeah, think that's the Instagram name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh, uh, I think I think I follow them too. But there's a lot of like local pages that I follow. Um, but yeah, I didn't. I haven't I haven't gone down there yet. Um, to see what you know what's been going on. I know. I think there was one last night. Uh, and I'm just now learning about the one in Atlanta. 
That was crazy. Yeah, dude. I like, follow, uh, shoot, who is that? I think it's House of Highlights. I think it's House of Highlights, but they post like um, like sports. Um, you, you can say that. You're fine. <laughs> no, I just didn't want to be like clone. Yeah. <laughs> God, but, what was that? Um, yeah, they, they post like sports highlights and stuff like that, but people had broke into the College Football Hall of Fame in Atlanta, and they smashed the windows and like – just destroyed the stuff that was inside the Hall of Fame. I was like, oh, oh that's like sacred ground. <laughs> that's Dude, crazy. I don't understand that. Like, I guess, I don't know. It's it's just, like I said, like what happened a few days ago in Minneapolis is just, just, it's, I'm pretty sure that guy wouldn't want people going around destroying a bunch of other people's properties in his name. For you know? sure. I don't, and not necessarily in his name, but just, yeah. you know, like. Because of what happened to him. Because of him, you yeah. know, you know, man, I don't, I don't understand that. But I guess people have their different ways of expressing how they really feel about it. Yeah. Um, me personally, I just, I hope that. Everyone is safe in the outcome. Yeah, that's all. That's all. That's all I care about. I mean, there's been plenty of people who've gotten injured. I've I've heard about that. Um, they've set that auto zone on fire in Minneapolis. I was like, okay, now yeah. tons of people have lost their jobs. Yeah, that's wild. In the middle of a pandemic, too. Yeah. Like that's the last thing we need is you know people you know you right writing like man. I don't. But I think I think the main thing that people should take away from this is. So they they say that a lot of this stuff happens because cops are basically untrained. They say like cops aren't untrained or they say that the cops are just racist or whatever. But to me, it's they're acting without thinking. And I feel like that's what most of this rioting is, is you're acting without thinking. Like, did you think about what you're really like those who set fire to the auto zone? (laughs) Were you really thinking about what you just did? Like, Mm -hmm. okay, you made a case in point. You brought attention. But now a ton of people who have nothing to do with this don't have a job. <laughs> yes. Like, could like, you imagine just, like, finding out that some riders just completely destroyed your job and now you can't make a living, you can't provide for your family just because some people were upset and weren't thinking? Like, yes. Which I I get that's the point of, you know, what's going on with the police thing, but I don't know. Two wrongs don't make a right. You're right. Um, I don't. Yeah, it's basically two wrongs to make a right. Like, I just, I think what they're trying to do is just bring more light into the situation. Yeah, like, it's it's not very often that I get to really dis- discuss topics like this. Um, but I will say this: if as long as everyone remains as safe as possible, um, that's probably the best way that 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 he would probably you know want everyone to be you know? yeah i mean that's what he needed in his situation yeah. was to be safe and that's not what he got yeah so it sucks man yeah i'm just and i saw that i was like someone really got this on video like yeah and they arrested the guy yesterday yeah yeah i heard about that he's getting charged with third degree and manslaughter i'm like well good that's it that, <laughs> all right done deal Justice is served, I guess. <laughs> that's how it works and i was like that's i was like okay we can stop the riots now you know like that's how the system works that's, that's i was like i saw that i was like 
wait a minute, like the justice system came through? <laughs> this is fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and even the, gosh, what was the uh, the case with the, uh, the the jogger, the guy that was jogging? In, oh, uh, uh, um, Maud Aubrey? The, yes, in, in, Georg- yes. in Georgia? In Georgia, yeah. Yeah. So they, they caught those guys, yeah. and they locked them. I don't know how much time they're getting. Well, you know, they probably haven't said yet because, you know, court takes forever. But mm-hmm. um, hopefully they get rightfully sentenced to however long they should. Um, one one case I do have a huge problem with is, did you hear about the one where that police officer, is a white woman police officer who went into a, a black guy's apartment and apparently she thought it was her apartment is what the, her story is that she walks into the apartment. She thought it was her apartment and the the black guy was in the apartment and she got scared and shot him and killed him. She went to the wrong apartment. She went to the wrong apartment. So she was in his apartment. Yes. And shot and killed him. And because she was scared because she thought it was hers. How did you not know what your fucking apartment looks like? When when your key, <laughs> like, okay, if the door is unlocked, all right, first of all, if you leave your place. That's right. How'd she get in? Exactly. Like, <laughs> so, like, there's, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I've come home, and I'm, I'm, I don't care. I've come home shit-faced plenty of times mm-hmm. at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. And I know what my apartment looks like drunk. I know how to walk through it. I know the pathway I take. And with no problem, I go to bed. This lady went to another guy's apartment. I think she was like on duty and like got off duty. Like I think she was getting off work. Uh, I don't know for sure. I'm guessing just because she had the gun on her. But they said that she just came home and she walked into the apartment and she got scared because she saw him in there and she thought it was hers, shot and killed him. I think she got like 18 years or something like that. But I'm just like, that's murder. Yeah. That, that yeah, yeah. That's not that is that's murder. Like, like whatever straight, story she had. Straight manslaughter. Like <laughs> dis disregard. Like if I was in that jury, I would have sat there with earplugs in. <laughs> after after I heard, you know, what happened, I would have sat there with earplugs in. I'm like, this is this is an open shut case. <laughs> <laughs> we see what's going on here. <laughs> Went into another person's apartment. That's wild, man. And like you were saying, like, you should have known. What your place looks like. It's not like, you know, somebody moved the couch. The whole apartment is different. <laughs> the whole place. Did I move my apartment before I came home? <laughs> I mean, did I move my couch before I came home? <laughs> did I marry somebody like out, yeah. outside my mind? And Why they... is my door unlocked? Wow. What an asshole. <laughs> right? Like, that was crazy. Dude. When I first heard that story, I was like, no way. Like, no, she's, there's no way she's going to go with that story. Oh. I would be embarrassed to tell people that yeah. story. <laughs> so explain the story again. Uh, <laughs> God, that's sad, though, dude. Like, yeah. It just got just minding his own business. And, yeah, exactly. Like, imagine you being at home, it. and then somebody walks in, and so you're scared. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, you don't know what's going on. And then they just up and shoot you, and now you're dead. Like, that's crazy. If someone ever comes to my apartment, they're got a rude awakening. <laughs> I heavily practice my Second Amendment. Nice, nice. I do. I love it. I, uh, uh, but uh, yeah, dude, like that's. <laughs> oh my god, that story. <laughs> what did this happen? Ugh. I want to say maybe a year ago. I think I'm not positive. Okay. Let me look this up. Yeah, what, what city was this? 
Because, like, when I first heard that, I was like, no way. Uh, let's see. A woman shoots man. Or woman cop. Let's do woman cop. Yeah, it's like the second search that came up. Amy, Amy Geiger, ex-officer who killed man in his apartment, gets 10 years in prison. 10 years. Oh, yeah. so, you know. It happened. He was 26 years old, the guy was. Geiger oh fatally God. shot 26-year-old Botham Jean. Uh, it happened October 2nd, 2019. But yeah, I mean, in all intents and purposes of that story, she legit just murdered somebody and got 10 years for it. That's basically what happened. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> That's pretty. And she was a cop. <laughs> That's basically what happened. Surely she didn't get to keep her job, right? I mean, well, I mean, with the jail time, I, no. So, well, I mean, like, if she gets out, like, okay, I'm going back to being a cop. No, you're not. <laughs> I heard that guy, <clears throat> the guy that um, killed the dude in Minneapolis. I heard he got a job, like, after he got fired, like, he got fired immediately. Yeah. And then I heard he got a job, and then I guess they arrested him later. But yeah. I heard he got a job at, like, the precinct, like, right next to where he was. Yeah, that's what <laughs> – that was my face. <laughs> I think I remember reading somewhere that this guy had already had, like, two incidents of, like, assault or something while on the job or something. Or yeah. Some, I, don't quote me on it, but something like that. He already had, like, two incidents yeah. on the job, on, on duty as a cop. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And he's out there on the streets again? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, the, I, I have a lot of friends that are, that are cops. Mm-hmm. And I've talked to a couple of them, and they're like, there literally is no tactic where you can put your knee on someone's <laughs> neck. I've I got mean, some of those cops are ex-military, and they're yeah, like, there's yeah. no such thing as that. Like, I don't know what they're teaching out there in Minneapolis, but... <laughs> I've never seen anything like that before. And I, I mean, just like, using logic, you know, like what you're doing. It's logic. <laughs> it's like, dude. Well, I mean, oh man, I don't know. That's so. But yep. I was going to ask if you had any friends that were cops, and if they had any. Um, are they friends in this area? Mm-hmm. Um, have you talked to them about like the the protest or anything? I have not actually. Uh, I've been. I've been band practicing the past couple of days, mm-hmm. um, and I had and I went to a private event last night, um, so I haven't really just been able to talk to a couple of friends in a couple of days actually. But the only way that I've been able to keep up with the protests is through what people are putting up on Facebook, yeah, and, which is the worst. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I want to I want to see what's actually going on here, yeah. like. Um, I know they, the live videos are kind of nice though, because like the media usually isn't going to show live. Like I think they usually show like recorded stuff. Yeah. Sometimes if they do live, it's just like a reporter talking. It's not like you know them filming and then like talking to people. I, I mean, I, that's my that's how I've seen news yeah. usually. But uh, people posting like live videos on Facebook is kind of nice because it's like okay, this is what's actually happening. This yeah. isn't like pre-recorded with like snips of. Somebody like doing something, then make it look like they're doing something else, you know. Mm-hmm. So, Facebook is actually kind of helping out with that. Yeah, that's that's actually it's kind of cool to be able to have something like that because um, there's a there's a lot of people that that, that want to go down there. Um, 
I'm like, okay, if we're going to do a protest, you know, stay six feet apart and wear your masks. Yeah. Um, which actually, uh, it's to the point where I, where I, like, I just, a buddy of mine sent me a Star Wars mask. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to be able to go out and wear yeah. that, represent my Star Wars stuff. Haven't really found a time to go yet. Um, uh, I wonder if they're going to get you to wear masks. We'll, we'll probably still be in masks whenever they bring back like all the bars and being able to do shows. Yeah, uh, that's that that's probably going to happen. Yeah, um, I won't be able to wear one when I'm on stage. Yeah, you know? yeah. unless I like lift my mask up like that or something. Start <laughs> singing songs. Slit a hole. In. Yeah, like that. <laughs> What's that dude doing over there? That's weird looking over there. Uh, but yeah, it's a. Uh, I'm, I'm sure they will. Yeah. I, I think it's to the point where everyone just knows, you know, what's going on. It's weird. Like, the whole pandemic thing and, you know, standard, you know, like, when I first, when this first happened, you know, our work, you know, our work was shut down pretty much for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, we were going in, like, one or two days a week maybe just to kind of keep up with inventory stuff or you know anything um and i was staying home uh they were doing like a push-ups challenge um a buddy of mine let me borrow a ps3 <laughs> so i've been like stuck on a bunch of arkham asylum games and god of war games yeah um and then everything just kind of slowly started opening back up and me personally i felt safe to you know be able to go out you know of course keep my distance with you know as much as keep my distance as much as i can mm -hmm. um but when it all boils down to it, man, we're all going to – life is going to go on. Yeah. We're going to eventually have to, A, move forward with this, or B, move forward without it. But yeah. one way or another, we're going we're gonna to keep moving. Yeah. You know. Uh, again, I just, I just want people to stay safe out there. Yeah. Because you know, you know, I have friends out there all the time, you know, older friends as well. Um. Did you see when they interviewed those um, the high school students who went to the beach after they, I guess, was it their spring break? Yeah, oh, I didn't see that. So, you know, spring break, you're in high school, everybody goes to the beach or whatever. And <laughs> they were interviewing these kids and they were like, um, yeah, we know COVID's out there, but it's not going to ruin our spring break. It's our senior year. We got to do this. And I was like, I mean – the, the beach will always be there. <laughs> the beach is going to be there, bro. Like, <laughs> it's not going anywhere. I, I promise it's not going anywhere. Yeah. You uh, might not have your, you know, the same friends going with you, but, I mean, you could just always go when school's out. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, what? No, well, that was, that's kind of that's kind of selfish, I guess. But. Yeah, they, they were not caring. And even, like, if you're the parents, you'd be like, all right. I get it. Like, even it was kind of early on. Like, that was in March. So, that's like when it was first popping off, spring break time. But at the yeah. same time, like, that's not the greatest idea. No, me per like, I just, I just came back from the lake last weekend. Mm -hmm. And uh, it seemed to be, well, also, I haven't been to the lake in like five years because mm -hmm. I usually play on the weekends. So, I was like, I don't care if there's one person out there, 100 people out there, I'm going to sit on that boat. I'm going to drink beer. I'm going to listen to songs about drinking beer. And I'm going to have a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I did. Uh, it was just me and about 
it was like me and four other people on a boat, and that was it. It was it was relaxing. It's what I needed because when when everything when live music does come back, I'm not gonna, I'm probably not gonna be able to do a lot of going downtown mm-hmm. for my own like you know vacation or whatever. Yeah. So, but it was, it was nice to be able to do that. Uh, but you're right. You know, it's like what you were saying about the guy. Like, dude, the beach is always going to be there. Just <laughs> take some time, chill at the house. You know, yeah. just uh, that's the cool thing. That's you know, with that the pandemic again, it's given me time to write a lot of music. So like, I'm trying to take it at best advantage of it as I can. Yeah. So, what has been, um, I guess, your topics within your music? Have you have you been talking about the pandemic in your music, or has it just been like completely away from that? Uh, no, I, it's it's just been more of like life topics, like mm-hmm. anything between you know a, a relationship or uh, just about regular music, man. Like so just, just normal stuff. stuff. What you would write in yeah, your music? I haven't really. I've been thinking about writing something lately about you know about the pandemic. You know, like that might help somebody out. I know yeah. it would definitely help me out. Uh, when I write a song, so last, I, I just, I just got out of this eight month writer's block. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started writing back again in February. I was really, really stuck last year, like stuck in it. And I was like, dude, I cannot get, I got like one song out at the end of the year. I'm like, dude, I, I want to, I've got to write more songs. And that's why I decided to start the solo project. Uh, it's just under the name, Adam McClellan. You can find it at AM Music Nine O One on Instagram, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and please follow me on YouTube. Uh, so, I started thinking back, like to where all my roots came from, and I was last year. I think the, one of my biggest problems is that I was trying to write for for different people, mm-hmm. and I was like, like literally, like you're writing for other people. No, 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 like, like, uh, like, write for somebody to enjoy the song. Okay. And then I was like, why don't I write for me, for my own enjoyment? And if it just so happens that somebody enjoys the song too, then the the power of the song is it's doing its job. Yeah. Um. So that's <clears throat> that's what I wanted to do, and and that's been working. I've been writing as much as I can. I think I've I think I've written six new songs in the past couple months. That's awesome. And I, it's. It, I want. I wanted to write to make me happy mm-hmm. again, and I did. And I've been trying to put out some songs as much as I can. Um, that's, and there's been people sharing the video on YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook, you know, and that's been awesome because I'm like, dude, the songs are doing their jobs. Like this person enjoys the song. I'm glad. and like I've had people, you know, messaging me being like, I really like that new song that you wrote. You know, strung out over you. I'm like, well, I'm glad you guys liked it. You know, like I'm gonna try to put it out as a single. I think that's the next single I'm gonna okay. do. Is a, a how often are you putting out singles? <clears throat> well, I'd like to put out three singles this year. Okay, I'd like to, but it's like the middle of the year right now. I don't have one out because everything that's been going on. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, I'll probably try to get out two this year, and maybe do like an EP next year. Okay. So that's what I'm. I'm like, I know it's in June. It's almost June. Is it June? What is it? It's almost June. It is almost June. Yeah. You're right. It is almost June. So I think uh, I'm going to start focusing on what I can do next year. Um, this year, I'm trying to, I'm probably just going to get out with one single. 
Okay. And start promoting one more single, maybe the beginning of next year, and then promote putting out an EP. Okay. I've kind of, I'm the, nothing ever goes as planned. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure dinosaurs will pop up next year. Of course, absolutely, you know, absolutely, you absolutely. Know, uh, pandemic, <laughs> uh, murder hornets. Don't kill, don't count it out. <laughs> yeah, just, I would not be surprised if you know if they're like, well, aliens are here. Be like, cool. What's for lunch, bro? <laughs> Did you see the UFO thing? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Everyone's like, NASA literally released videos. Hey, these are aliens. Yeah. And we're like, uh, it's. Uh, but what about COVID? <laughs> yeah, but what about COVID nineteen? Like. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. They're actually putting out, they're actually putting out that UFOs exist. I'm like, this is so cool. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, wear your mask. I'm like, oh. yeah, well, yeah, wear your mask, but let's go <laughs> hang out with some aliens, bro. Like, have you seen uh, what's his name? The guy from Blink 182, Tom DeLong. Yes. Have you I, seen all his stuff? Yeah. So I was just talking to a friend of mine about this last night. It's funny you say that because I have been on this. And I mean something serious, Blink-182 kick lately. Oh. I have always, always loved that band. Um, backstory, uh, I didn't always sing country and rock. I played metal for a long time. I played mm. in a pop punk band. I played in a lot of deathcore bands. And then one day I was like, I want to go sing. <laughs> so now I sing. Uh, but one of the bands I grew up listening to was Blink-182. Um, everything from Dude Ranch to Enemy of the State, like, you know, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket album, like all those albums were like awesome to me. Like I just love pop punk music. Mm -hmm. And then I heard when I when I read that he left and Matt Skiba from Alkaline Tree sings with him now, I'm like, okay. I went and picked up the new album that came out last year called Nine. And I had been listening to it for almost six months. Mm -hmm. And I actually put a post about it this on Facebook a couple days ago. It takes a it takes a lot an album has to really, really change my life for it to be like a top album for me. This new Blink-22 album is probably one of the top five best albums really? I've ever heard. And this is like my whole From life. From all listening. music? Yeah. That's wild. It's so good, dude. Oh, my God. Mm. Like, I hear it. I'm just like, dude, this is awesome. And so I was talking to a friend of mine about that. And they were like, well, what's Tom DeLonge doing? I was like, it's funny you say that. <laughs> he works for NASA now. Yeah. So I, I was like, dude, that dude's the coolest dude in the world. Like, he was the, he was one of the singers for Blink-22. Now he works for NASA. Yeah. Hunting aliens. Yeah. Uh, but no, I saw him post something on Instagram or something about that the other day. I haven't been able to check it out. Have, have you checked it out yet? Uh-uh. I haven't even. Like, so I first heard about all his stuff from the Joe Rogan podcast he had. Yeah, and, love that podcast. Dude. Yeah, that was <laughs> so good. That threw me off. Oh, of every axis. But <laughs> when um, he was talking about all that stuff, the, your immediate first reaction is either "That's insane. I need to. I need to read everything about this," or "He's crazy." Like this is one of those two. <laughs> and then when um, the Navy came out with that videotape. And they also said every like the, I'm pretty sure I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure the Navy said that they referred to Tom DeLonge's like what he had been talking about, and I was like, "All right, yeah, <laughs> this is legit." Like he left Blink One and Two to go hunt for aliens. That's wild. That's cool. And like I think he got the government like grant or something like that. Didn't I'm 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 pretty sure he did. So I remember during that podcast he was talking about. Um, 
he ha- he was meeting with like three and four star generals in like secret locations and stuff like that. To what? Talk- yeah, <laughs> he was saying that they would had to meet with him and they wouldn't like tell him like so much stuff, and then they would ask him questions on. He said that he is the government's go to person to release information to us in a. He said he can, uh, I guess, like choreograph it correctly. Like he was, he's the person that can give America the information the best way. And I was like, Tom, <laughs> this is cool as shit. Yeah, that was so wild. Yeah, but. I've been I've been trying to keep up with what's been going on again because I've I've been in this huge blink kick lately, mm. and uh, and I've been trying to keep up with that. You know, he, I think he's got some. He put something on Instagram the other day about it, and I, I don't know. I was just scrolling through, and yeah. I didn't read the rest of it. But but he's got that. Dude, two, that's awesome. Yeah, he's got that to the Stars Academy. That's what uh, he calls their organization, and it's literally comprised of like former NASA engineers and former like um, aeronautical engineers and stuff like that. It's it's all people who used to work for the government or you know for NASA specifically, and. Um, they all are like they're they're actually I believe they're trying to reverse engineer a spacecraft that they have. Like I'm pretty sure that's what he was talking about. Was like they have some spacecraft that like he was talking about when you have a certain amount of energy, what it does it like it levitates. So when it's basically like um, like magnets. It was just saying like the the energy pretty much like repels against the ground and that's how like these things are like floating and they move so well and stuff like that is like that's what this is a certain kind of element like a like a material that does this and he was like it exists we have it we've been working with it we've been trying to reverse engineer it and see how we can use it and stuff like that i'm just like stop yeah bro i was about to say <laughs> stop he knows his shit like we had that one song called Aliens Exist back on one of their old albums, so I guess he's like been at it for a long yeah. time. That's crazy though. Like if, if you know, I gotta look that up. If he really is like their go to guy about being able to release that's information. That's what he says. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> who would have thought out of all yeah, who would have thought? Tom DeLong, like But he says <clears throat> like he says that's why they picked him is because he's Tom DeLong from yeah. Blink one eighty two. Blink one eighty two, like, like Either people, like I was saying, either people are going to completely believe him because it's Tom DeLonge from Blink-182, or they're going to think he's crazy. Yeah. And that's, he he says that's what the government was needing, was somebody who is completely relatable, or people are just going to think he's crazy, so they're just going to disregard it anyways. Which, the government did that themselves when they released yeah. the UFO info. Info. <laughs> like, <laughs> no nobody even blinked an eye at it. Like it was on the news for like maybe a day, maybe 48 hours. Yeah. And then that was it. It just went away and like nobody cared. And and they're like, like, well, we tried. <laughs> yeah. We were gonna, we were gonna let y'all actually have this one, but yeah, right. And Tom DeLong's like, this is going on. Like, let's make this happen. This <laughs> I've been is, talking about this for years. He says, like, I've been talking about this for years. Like, dude, that's yeah, dude. Yeah. But it's just so funny. You say, you say about Tom DeLong, but dude, you, you got to listen to that new blink album. Dude, it's something serious. Like it's just so so good. And like I said, like there's a lot. There's a lot of my top top like ten favorite albums. This one's in the top five for sure. Mm. I just can't. and like out of all of it, it'd be like a new Blink One Eight Two album. I don't know why, because I have 
metal albums that I listen to. I have country albums. Do I have blues albums I listen to? Um, rock, pop albums I listen to. Like, um, but for some odd reason, this album has just been literally on my shuffle since. Like, I pulled up right here. It's literally right there. <laughs> just straight up, dude. Just it's so good. When did they release it? Uh, I think this one came out in something last year. Actually, hold on a minute. Uh, 2019. Yeah, 2019, yeah. They, I know um, I'm pretty sure it was Lil Wayne got on. September, it 20, September 20, 2019. Okay. Yeah. I, th- I think Lil Wayne got on a Small Things is that the name of that song? All the small things. Yeah, I think he like they like they basically took the chorus of that song and one verse, and then like Lil Wayne did another verse or something like that. Huh, I haven't heard that. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty wild, and I was like, all right, <laughs> I know, <laughs> it was random. I know but, Travis right. Barker and Machine Gun Kelly just did uh, that Paramore song. Oh really? Yeah, that I uh, heard that Misery Business, whatever. Whoa, mm. whatever, bitch. Yeah. Hmm. And like, I was like, "What is going on here?" Like, <laughs> Travis has been pretty active. That dude does a lot of stuff. He does a lot, man. Like, he produces a lot. Uh, he's got some like, rap projects that he's part of, like uh, other punk projects he's part of. He's been doing stuff with Machine Gun Kelly. He's just he's awesome. I mean, he's just an awesome drummer, man. He's so different. Yeah, he's um, been around for a long time. Yeah, I mean, they all have. You know, they're just. And it was crazy when they brought in Matt from Alkaline Trio. I'm like, you know what? If anybody can replace Tom DeLonge, it's totally Matt from <laughs> Alkaline Trio. And like, you listen to it, you're like, this this feels like it's like Blink-182 again. Mm. Like, it's cool. But that'd be cool if Tom and Matt and Mark and Travis all did Blink-182. I'd be like, what is going on here? <laughs> this is fucking awesome. So um, isn't, I, I might be wrong, but isn't, Alter Bridge comprised of some people from Creed. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. It's um uh mine went so blank. Mark Tremonti. Okay. And I believe Mark Tremonti and the guitar uh the, the the drummer. And they got Miles Kennedy who is dude, he's that voice. That <laughs> Miles Kennedy voice, man, it's one of a kind. I was talking to a buddy of mine about that the other day and we were just talking about, you know, like the last of like the great singers that from rock and mm-hmm. we just kept talking about miles kennedy dude that dude's voice when you hear it you're just like how does he do that like <laughs> and he just does it naturally yeah like, but yeah so it's it's pretty much half the dudes from creed okay it's the drummer and the guitarist from creed okay yeah see i, I don't know a lot of names but like i know band names because i mean when i was i guess growing up like in middle school and high school like that rock era of like I don't know uh, Creed and like Green Day, Smashing Pumpkins, yeah. uh, like all those bands, like that's what we listened to. And um, but I, I never knew anybody's names. Like I just yeah. <laughs> I just knew the names of the band and like their songs, but like I never really paid attention to the actual members. Right? <laughs> yeah, I think as I've grown in my music career, I've like been able to like study different histories of bands. Like yeah, I try yeah. to like. Uh, Someone I'm really into right now is Louis Capaldi. Louis Capaldi. Who's that? That's the guy that sings um, um, Before You Go. 
So before you go. I don't know that one. And he also sings the, uh, but now the day bleeds into night. You haven't heard the song mm-hmm. yet? Dude, that dude's got the voice, man. I'll check him out. Oh, dude, it's just, it's just pop stuff, and it's all sad stuff. I'm just like, man. Uh, and it's like weird, because I'll go listen to like, like I said, I'll listen to like Lewis Capaldi, and then I'll listen to Blink-Man 2, then I'll go listen to like Shine Down or Alter Bridge, because I've been in uh, a big Alter Bridge kick lately. Alter Bridge and Shine Down. Dude, like, <laughs> and then next thing you know, I'll be listening to like, Suicide Silence or Whitechapel or you know some you know some deathcore band and then I'll be like, oh man, I'm gonna put on some Hank Jr. right now, or like put on like some Zach Brown band or mm-hmm. something like that. Dude, I'm so bipolar when it comes to music. I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to bang my head. Hold up, this song's about beer. Yeah. <laughs> and then this song is about I hate my ex girlfriend. Oh, I love this girlfriend. And then this song's <laughs> about beer. Man, Shine Down. Um, what was that song called? Colors. You know what I'm talking about? Is off the new album? No, it's, it's old. This is really old. <laughs> this is like back when I was. Colors. God. It's like, can you feel it crush oh, you? Oh. Just seem to bring the word. That song? Dude, I forgot about that song. That song was like on repeat when I was working What's, out. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> the new album, Attention Attention, is awesome, man. Like, yeah. it, it's, dude, Brent, again. One of those voices, man. You hear Brent Smith sing, you're like, "What is going on here? Why is it like this?" How oh, that's not this? that's not Shine Down. That was um, Crossfade. Oh, that's what it was. That's probably why you were confused. Out there. I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> not Shine Down. That's Crossfade." The Anybody who's listening is probably the screaming at their freaking <laughs> phone. Or, yeah, that it's was yeah, crossfade. that was Crossfade. Yeah, they're the ones that did a. Uh, um, I don't know any other song by Crossfade, but I know that color song. That was like my favorite song. So Cold was one of them. Or oh, cold, cold. yeah. I remember that song. Yeah. So Cold was Breaking Benjamin. Cold was Crossfade. Yeah, okay. And they did the Colors. Um, yeah, I, I I had like a, a, a small Crossfade, mm-hmm. like probably about a month, man. This is like right, I think I was in was freshman year of high school. Yeah. And that's when okay, I how first old are you? Came. I'm 30. Okay, I'm 27. Okay. So and we're still I think this. I listened to that song, that color song. I think I was like a junior in high school. So this is like 2009, 2008. Yep. Yeah, it was two, it had something been, like that. Probably 2008 because that's, no, this is like 2004 for me, I think. So I must have just had it on the back end. <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking about this. I was like, wait a minute, I'm trying to think. But yeah, when that video first came out, I was like, this is rocking, dude. Like, <laughs> that solo. I'm like, this is fucking cool shit. I want to be a guitarist. Yeah. Mom, can I have a guitar? She's like, no. I'm like, all right, well, I'm not going to do homework anymore. <laughs> I'm going to drop out. That way I have to be a, you know, a musician. Man, I saw this T-shirt on Instagram the other day that said, um, God, it said school is killing artists. And I was like, oh, that's pretty deep. Because basically it's it's saying like, and I, I realized this after I got out of high school, but like art is pretty much frowned upon like in school as far as like they don't they don't push it enough. Like I think they should push music way more in high school because there's there's probably a ton of people who could be good at music that don't even know it. And like I didn't start making beats and stuff until like three years ago. But I think I'm pretty good at making beats, but I wasn't exposed to music that much in high school like i didn't have friends who did it or anything like that but i think if like 
if schools push music or drawing or painting or any kind of real art, I think there would be a lot more happier people in the world. You're in right, my that opinion. would. That would. That's just, dude, that's the way that it's not just music, man, but people that paint, you know, people that are in the theater. Um, it's a way to express yourself. It's 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 the only outlet that people have, like yeah. including like just like sports. You know, it's just it's that it's how people express themselves, dude. Because everybody's awesome, man. Yeah. Um, Speaking of that, imagine if the amount of money we put into sports, we put that into like helping kids learn like some sort of art, yeah, like some sort of technique to like you know. Playing guitar, playing piano, a xylophone, brass, whatever you want to do, like that would <laughs> probably change some kid's life. Speaking of speaking of sports and money, did you read about the Dak Prescott thing that happened the other week? So I heard they offered him one hundred and seventy-five million for how many years? Five years. That's crazy. But he wanted like forty, apparently. I don't know. What, I, haven't, I haven't read anything about it in the in the past few days, but he passed it up. I was like. I mean, if Dallas needs a quarterback, I'll go play. Yeah, right. I'll go play quarterback for Dallas Cowboys and still be a Titans fan. You know, Brett Favre probably come back. <laughs> yeah, Brett Favre come back for that. So I'll go throw him. I'll, I'll throw it around. I'll throw that shit around again. He'll, <laughs> he'll probably win too. Yeah, I sling, I sling it around. Who's wide receiver? <laughs> that's that's yeah. Who, who am I throwing to? Just someone go out there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Brett Favre. Don't I'll matter. get it to somebody. I don't promise matter. I will. So, with you being an Eagles fan, do you guys? How do you feel about the Cowboys? Aren't they like y'all's like? So I've never really cared for the Cowboys. Me neither. It's um, okay. I want to say that one more time. I don't give a fuck about the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> so basically, I actually – so when I was younger, I, I've always just been like Alabama football fan. And then when I became nine, that's when I, – I mean, I paid attention to football ever since I was like three. Like my mom told me I would – uh, watch Barry Sanders when I was three uh, years. I was like three or four years old. I, <laughs> I knew who Barry Sanders was, and so him, on, him on Mark McGuire and all that. <laughs> but um, no, not not Barry Bonds. You, that's what you're talking about. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Just, Barry oh, Sanders played yeah. um, running back for. We can uh, delete this. We can delete this. <laughs> <laughs> we can delete. This. I'm thinking Barry Bonds, right? Nah, uh, Sorry, it was a long night last night. <laughs> that's why I'm like chugging down this water, <laughs> thinking about food. <laughs> but um, yeah, so. I, I I knew certain like players and stuff like that, but w- when I came nine, there was Brian Dawkins, Donovan McNabb, like all those guys were mm-hmm. my like favorite players. So I was like, I'm gonna come an Eagles fan. And for some reason, I like the Redskins. I, probably because the high school I went to were the Redskins. Oh, uh, okay. And they were in the same division, so it didn't make any sense at all. Yeah, okay. So I, like, I eventually just stopped. I just like, all right, let me stick to the Eagles, and just that's the only team I root for. But um, over the years, like it's it's been wild. It's been wild being an Eagles fan because I mean we had we had like the great seasons with Donovan McNabb, yeah. Like when Terrell Owens came, and we like almost beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl, and then we lost at the freaking field goal, like close to the end of the game, and then um, we had just like a slump, pretty much. It was a slump. I mean, Jeff Garcia, I think, got us back to the playoffs. And then, and then y'all won. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, mean, I guess it worked. <laughs> Slump for a while, and then um, you know we've had Carson Wentz, and you know, freaking what's his name? Um, shoot, I can't even think of his name. Oh, Nick Foles. Uh, Nick, Nick Foles, Foles yeah. helped us win the actual Super Bowl. Yeah. 
So, I mean, it's it's been up and down. I mean, that was the Eagles' first ever Super Bowl. Like, that was yeah. the first one they ever won. I, I saw, I was like, Eagles are actually going to take this shit. Like, <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. Here my Titans are. Yeah. And that was, you know, two years ago. And then last year, uh, I was really – dude, I'm so proud of Tennessee, man. Well, the Titans came up short against the Rams. Was that 90 – it was 2000, I think, or 99, something like that. Oh, you're talking about the Super Bowl? Yeah. The, uh, Kurt Warner was the quarterback for the Rams. It came up like yeah. two yards short. I'm, I'll never forget it. <laughs> that was wild. But, just yeah, I mean, a little Titans, stretch, just to stretch it a little bit more. Yeah, Titans, I mean, they've, they've had the capabilities. Their defense was, has been really good lately. Our defense has been kicking ass, dude. Yeah. And, you know, of course, our, by our defense, I mean our other player on the defense, which apparently is Derrick Henry. <laughs> that dude will do everything. Apparently he does, he does quarterback because remember that game against uh, Baltimore? Did they just do like a direct snap or something? Yeah, and then like handed it to Derrick Henry. He threw it in for a touchdown. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, And that dude Baltimore was like, we're going to go in there. We're going to whoop that ass. And, dude, it's, we went to Baltimore, the number one seed. And took that shit. I was surprised when they beat the Patriots. And Lamar Jackson still threw, like, some ridiculous amount of, of yards that same game. And they still lost. I was, dude, that dude's a monster. I, w- I was for sure the Ravens were going to win the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. Just watching them play, I was like, oh, yeah, they're winning the Super Bowl. But and the Titans came up and stole. For real. <laughs> that was crazy. Dude, and then we lost to Patrick Mahomes. But to be and fair. The Kansas City, but to be fair. Yeah, that, that team was loaded. Dude, they have everybody. I'm yeah. like, what's going on here? Like, I, and I was sitting there in Buffalo Wild Wings. Like, everyone, everyone. I had my, I had my jersey on. Uh, um, I went by for a second, but I was sitting there with all my friends and watching it. As soon as they lost, my buddy literally came up to me and he could see I had a little, little tear in my eye. I was like, bro, I just want to see the Titans win the Super Bowl. That's all I want. And they're like, and they all started giving me shit at first. They're like, I think Adam's like really, really upset right now. <laughs> <laughs> But I'd also been drinking Patron with them for like two hours, <laughs> so I'm like, I want to go home. Like, yeah, yeah. Stupid Titans, you they stomping out of there. Dude, it was a great season, man. I'm, it I'm was, so, it and was. of course Kansas City. Like when I knew it was gonna be them in San Francisco, I'm like, it's gonna be Kansas City. It's gonna take that shit this year, and they yeah. did. You know, it's, it's no Kansas City's in AFC West, right? I think I think they're in the AFC West because uh, the South is like the, the South Ravens. Is, no, the AFC, the AFC South is uh, is us. It's oh, the Ravens are in the North. Yeah, AFC yeah. North. Okay, I know the South is Titans, Colts, Jaguars, and wait, wait, wait. Dolphins. No, no, no. The AFC South is Titans, Colts, no, Dolphins are Jaguars. It's one. What, what am I thinking? Texans. Texans. That's okay. it. Yeah, it's, there's only four in the AFC South. Uh, that's all I care about. As long we, <laughs> I'm not going to go into detail about the NFC <laughs> West, NFC North. I don't well, the Texans they they were a surprise team as well. They were man. Deshaun Watson's a, a beast, dude. I've had him on my fantasy two years in a row. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have, and he's never failed. Like, so this will be my third year playing fantasy, right? And my first year I did it. I went all the way to my Super Bowl. Like first, no, 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 no. Second year I did it. I went all the way to my Super Bowl. This will be my fourth year playing. There's a bug behind you and it's bothering. <laughs> oh, bye bye. Well, so much for that. Uh, but yeah, so this is like the, I think the third year I'm playing. I don't know what it is. Anyways, 
but my first year I had Sean Watson, the Sean Watson, excuse me, and DeAndre Hopkins. I was like, Oh my god, it was awesome. <laughs> I was I was kicking ass, dude. Jesus. And then next thing you know, I was like, and then I had the same. The next year I had, no, that was sorry, that was my second year. The first year is when I had Alex Smith when he was with the Chiefs. Oh, and I was slaying. Yeah, they were lighting it up. Yeah, dude. And I've I've kind of I'm still learning my fantasy, but I was on three different teams last year, and uh, this year I went ahead and picked up Patrick Mahomes. And when you pick up the players, that has like a little like outcome of what last year was. It literally. I wish I could pull it up. I should have saved it, but it said. It said Patrick. It said on the description before you draft Patrick Mahomes. It said, "If you had Patrick Mahomes last year, congratulations, you probably won your fantasy." Mm. And I was like, "That's because he's just a beast, man." <laughs> I had him, and then I actually—I can't believe I'm saying this—and uh, but uh, I I benched Tom Brady and put in Ryan Tannehill last year. Really. I did. Wow. And it was the best thing I ever did. Because <laughs> Tannehill just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. And I'm not just doing that because I'm a Titans fan. I was like, I sat there with my buddy, and I was we really thought about it. I was like, dude, should I take out Brady and put in Tannehill? And they're like, probably, man, because yeah. Tannehill is on fire right now, and Tom Brady really wouldn't do much. It also pleases me to know that the last pass that Tom Brady ever did as a Patriots was an interception <laughs> From the Titans. That's awesome. That was his very last pass as a Patriot. That That's awesome. crazy. I didn't know that. Yep. And so I just want the record to be known. <laughs> we took down that shit. I love I love Tom Brady. I do. He's he's the GOAT. You think so? I think so, man. It's, right now. It's so hard to even have that discussion. Like when people try to make the like the LeBron and MJ discussion and then like comparing football players as well, just with like like if you're just doing quarterbacks, like mm-hmm. the errors are completely different. Like when Johnny Unitas and Joe Montana were playing quarterback, yeah, like, yeah. the game was completely different. So I mean, they didn't have the same opportunities that like Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and Eli Manning have now. Like I think Tom, I don't know how many passes he threw, but, I mean, he broke the record for, like, touchdowns in a season yeah, and stuff like that. So, I know that the last year that – I can't remember if it was Baker Mayfield or Patrick Mahomes, but the last time they played each other in high school, they went for, like – and don't quote me on this, but both quarterbacks threw for a total of, like, almost 1,400 yards. <laughs> I was like, what is, he, Jeez. what is going on here? It's some ridiculous number like that. You got to ice your arm after that dude, one. Dude, it's – I got to find it, dude. Because when I read it, I was like, there's no – there's no way in hell that happened. <laughs> I say Baker – what did I say? Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. And Mahomes. Yeah. Well, and, it was um, – what game was that? It, it was that it, it was the the Chiefs and somebody played I think on like Monday night or Sunday night, and I think both quarterbacks threw for like four or five hundred yards or something like that. Twelve hundred and seventy nine passing yards. That's wild. <laughs> I was like, what? and this is high school. Yeah, it was. Uh, oh no 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 no. Baker Mayfield broke an OU record with seven with seven touchdown passes and together Mahomes and Mayfield combined for twelve hundred seventy nine passing yards, the most ever in a college football game. Oh, okay, so this was Texas Tech versus OU. 
versus yeah. Oklahoma? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. That's 2016, crazy. Texas Tech and OU. 39 yards. What the, still, dude? What the yeah. Fuck? Well, Texas Tech, they were known for that. Well, they had uh, – what's his name? He's a coach at ooh, Mississippi State now, I think. Mm. Uh, shoot, what is his name? Mike Leach. He was a coach at Texas Tech, and they had they were famous for like their um, their spread offense. They like we ran it in high school. At one point, we we called it Texas Tech. But like normally, linemen are like pretty much close with their feet. Uh, but when Texas Tech offense, they would like spread their linemen out like three yards apart from each other. Like they would spread them out super far. They would be like borderline half the field <laughs> spreading their linemen out and. The the coach like they would ask him like why why do you put your linemen out that far he's like because the defensive linemen go out with them <laughs> oh well, I guess you're right man he he you you spread with yeah it. you okay, widen yeah, the pocket for him so yeah. I mean the the further away you are from my quarterback the better <laughs> I didn't think about that so I was like that's all right fair enough it is, it, I, evidently it's working but that's I don't know I don't really. Personally, care for the SEC. <laughs> uh, I was born and raised a Memphis State fan. Okay, um, that's where I would have gone to college if I was, if I was, if I was any good or at school. No, <laughs> if I, that's where I was going to go to college. Um, but I, I ended up not going. Ended up, um, well, becoming a musician. I guess. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I've always watched Memphis games. Uh, I plan on going to some this year if if they will allow that. I'm, I think we'll be able to. Do you, They're going to have it. You think so? There's too much money. Oh, dude, there's way too much <laughs> there's money. There's too much money. Yeah, and football alone. Like, we yeah. were just talking about the whole Dak Prescott thing $175 million just yeah. for one guy. Like, dude, yeah, there's way too much money. There's there. too much money. I mean, and I want to go to. I'm just, dude, I'm crap. Dude, football season is almost here. And I don't really give a shit about any other sport. <laughs> I like hockey because those dudes kick each other's asses. Yeah, hockey's like, intense. Yeah, kick his ass. Like, and then make the goal, but the kick his ass first, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I lo- do. I I love football. Like, if I'm not playing music when it's football season, you can find me Saturday or Sunday somewhere watching the game with my friends. You know, I showed up to a show one time, be like, "Hey, well, you've been out all day. I've been watching the Memphis game, yep, man. Yep. Oh, I broke my heart last year, man. Oh, God, dude. Yeah. Who they who they play in that bowl game? They, it was a a a was it Pitt Penn? No, uh, Penn State, yeah, Washington Penn State. State. Yeah. They they should have won that game. They came really close to winning that game. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, hey, it is what it is. It's always this year, and we had we had a great season too, man. Yeah, like, for sure. I'm like, I'm like, damn it, dude. The Titans and the Tigers always won something away <laughs> from winning something. True, true. But yeah, I'm so dude. I'm so ready for football. I think didn't the coach leave? Yeah, I can't remember where he went to. I because mm. we're like we're like a foundation team for coaches apparently. Oh, that's like the fourth coach we've had. <laughs> yeah. So the school that I went to, um, Jacksonville State University, their head coach, uh, let's see, who was the head coach? Bill Clark. That was that's his name. He ended up going to UAB, and so his first year at UAB. They went six and six. I, I think this is right. They went six and six. They made a bowl game. It was the first time they made a bowl game in forever. And the next year, they canceled the the team. Like they got rid of the football program. And 
Then the next year after that, they brought it back, and I'm not sure what their record was after that. But, like, that dude's a heck of a coach. I would not be surprised to see him, like, at a D1 school eventually. But he – I don't know where he was before Jacksonville State, but, like, a lot of people are always like, that's that's another place where the money – like, if you're not going to be a player, like, be a coach. (laughs) Right, right. Okay. So why – okay. I was thinking something else. Something something similar. There's like something similar. I don't know. I just went brain dead for a second about <laughs> there's something. I've read something else about something similar to that. I just thought about that because you were talking about Memphis being like a pretty much a feeder school for other for coaches to like just hop on and go somewhere else. That's how JSU has. Yeah, been. but it was something else. I can't remember. It might have been basketball, dude. Basketball like. This season, I was like, so I was playing a gig mm-hmm. when everything was. They were talking about everything shutting down. Um, I was with my bass player at the time. We were at Brookhaven. And we were just sitting there watching it. We were like, "There goes the basketball season." <laughs> sure enough, it's gone. You know. Yeah. Uh, are you are you not from here? No, no, I am from Oneonta, Alabama. <laughs> I know where Alabama is. Yeah. But <laughs> so Oneonta is like. Have you ever heard of Gadsden? Nope. <laughs> Okay, have you heard, you know, Birmingham? I do know Birmingham. All right, so I'm like maybe 50 minutes northeast of Birmingham. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you are an Alabama fan. Yeah, it's like, um, I think it could take me probably like maybe an hour or so I could get to the Georgia line. Like that's how far, really? that's how far east I am. We we go out to this place called Fonsdale every now and then. Fonsdale? Uh-huh. Never heard of it. Yeah, it's a <laughs> small little town. They, they book us out there and hmm. – uh, it's Fonsdale, Alabama. It's really fun. We you know spoke- a, a city next to it? Like a big city close to it? Is it close to Birmingham? Or I think it's close to Birmingham, Close yeah. to Birmingham. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. a lot of people know Huntsville. Like Huntsville is – it's coming up. Well, it's, yeah. I mean, it's kind of here already, but it's like NASA's in Huntsville. Um, NASA's – what, they just have another station the, there or something? It's the Space and Rocket Center, but it's okay. like actual NASA has like a headquarters there. Like they they haven't launched anything from Huntsville in a while. But um, they also have the Redstone Arsenal. I do remember reading about that. Yeah. No, if you ever get a chance it. to go to Huntsville, I would go to that Space and Rocket Last Center. time I went to Huntsville, I went on like a family like a family reunion. Oh, okay. And it was – we were in Huntsville. Mm-hmm. That's the beach, right? That's Orange Beach, right? No, that's that's down south. That's oh, okay. um, You've got Mobile and uh, like I'm Foley sorry. area. I did a move I, – I used to work for a moving company, and we moved a company out to Huntsville. Oh, really? Called Aladdin Lighting. Yeah. Okay. We moved them to Huntsville, Alabama. But, yeah. That's what it was. Huntsville, um, they, there's just a lot of stuff that's like starting to go out there. What's that um, blue – something blue, the Amazon company? You know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. It's, it's something blue. I forgot the name of it. Let me look that up. That but, dude's about to be a trillionaire. Yeah, right? What the fuck, dude? <laughs> what the, all he does is like, I'm just gonna make I'm just gonna make a website about books. And the next thing I know. They're trying to give me Google's trying to give me like stuff on Amazon with the name blue. Is it like Falcon? I'm just making up stuff now. <laughs> oh my god, Google has no idea blue. what I'm talking about. Blue. Let me do blue company. People who know what we're talking about right now are they're like, they're like screaming. <laughs> oh well. 
but yeah, Amazon has some company that they deal with like, um, it's almost like a, I guess like a SpaceX or something like that. But, um, they have it in Huntsville and there's, there's just a lot of stuff coming out to Huntsville. Like all the, like the government contracting companies, like Boeing, Northrop Grumman, all that kind of stuff. They're all in Huntsville, Alabama. They say it's like the number one technology city, um, the fastest growing technology city in the, in the whole country. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So they have a, they have a SpaceX. They don't have, a, I don't think they have a SpaceX, but they do have like, um, I said, just NASA in general. And then, um, what was this, Arsenal. What was the significance about that again? It was like the first private owned. Yeah. Yeah. Like they just launched yesterday or was it? Uh, it's recently. It was recently. It was like sometime this week. I remember yeah. watching some live stuff for it, but, um, they, like nobody had ever started a company that was dedicated to space stuff. And okay. so I was, I think I was reading an article or listening to Elon Musk talk about something, but so apparently he started PayPal and that's what Elon Musk did. Yeah. That's what he's famous you for. You didn't know that? I did not know that. I did yeah. not know that. So Elon Musk started PayPal and then I guess he just got tired of it and sold it for like a hundred and something million dollars. And then, <laughs> and then he used that money to start SpaceX. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't think about that. Like, yeah. I forgot. I completely that dude forgot. Has if you get the chance, I don't know if he has a book or what, but um, definitely read up about his life because it's pretty interesting. Like the dude, he's from South Africa, and he said that he like um, played with computers and like video games and stuff as a kid, and then. Um, he just always found that kind of stuff interesting. And then he moved to America. No, I think he moved to Canada first. He moved to either America or Canada first. And then he ended up, um, going to college in America or Canada. But anyways, he like, he said at one point he was trying to live as cheap as possible. So he was living off of like hot dogs, ramen noodles and stuff like that. He was just trying to see like how, how far he could get by with like living as cheap as possible. And I was like, this dude <laughs> from a younger age. Now he's, like, you know, Elon Musk. Though. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> with SpaceX. <laughs> Have you heard that he's trying to like get rid of all his like positions and stuff like that? No. What? What? Yeah. He's like selling all of his houses and like selling all of his stuff. He, him and his family are just going to rent, like rent a place. And he said he like, he was feeling attacked by people because he's a, a billionaire. Like he felt as if um, people were saying because he has all this stuff, you know, that's why he lives, you know, however he lives. And I was like, well, yeah, he's a billionaire. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if I was a billionaire, I'd be like, well, I don't really give a shit what people yeah, think. Exactly, right? So, I'm, just go, I'm just gonna go, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I think he said he felt attacked or whatever. So uh, he's he has decided, or he, he might have felt weighed down as well by the possessions and somebody like him, he's always doing stuff. He's, he's got the boring company. Like they're making those tunnels and stuff like that. Oh yeah. 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 He's got SpaceX. He's got Tesla. He's got all this kind of stuff. So I think as well on top of him, um, him saying he's being attacked, but on top of that, the least amount of stuff he owns is probably going to be better because the least amount of stuff he has to keep up with. So I guess in that shape or form fashion, it's good for him to have less stuff, mm-hmm. but 
That's that's a pretty wild concept to be a billionaire and like not want to have a lot of stuff. Yeah, him. <laughs> we were just talking about you know Jeff Bezos, man. Yeah. Like, how do you what do you what do you do with a trillion dollars? <laughs> Anything you want. Whatever the hell you you want to do, basically. (laughs) Whenever you want. I'm just going to wake up and buy this island today, I guess. I mean, dude, I can't remember. Dude, you got to look it up. Like, how much money he makes a a minute. It's like... (laughs) It's like eleven million dollars a minute or something like that. Oh my god! It's something like that. I know he makes like, I think it's thirty-two hundred dollars a second or something like that. I couldn't imagine. What do you do? I got to look it up. I I wonder how much like. I'm I'm positive he lives a lavish lifestyle, so I wonder how much he's actually spending of that money. Okay, right now he's at one hundred forty four, one hundred forty four point nine billion, and all he did, all he did was say, "Oh, here it is." <laughs> oh my God. It was one hundred thirty two billion dollars, meaning it rose to thirty three billion. If you buy a difference. He makes $275 million a day, $11.5 million an hour, $191,000 a minute, and $3,100 a second. Dude. <laughs> $275 million a day. That's more than people are making in lifetimes. Dude, $11 million is more than people some people. I, Oh my god! And they said he's like projected to be the first trillionaire in like what, like by twenty twenty six or something like that. Or that's so crazy. I know what's her name. Um, I just saw this. Uh, Kylie Jenner. She was. She's supposed to be a like. I think they had her listed as a billionaire. Like a they they call her self made billionaire or whatever. Oh um, yeah. Even though no. her fame is from her family. Yeah, but she's but, not. Yeah. Strange, but anyways. Um, <laughs> so they said that her accountant had like forged some numbers in their taxes. So it brought her net worth down to astronomically to like 900 million. But, oh my God. <laughs> but uh, I just thought that was weird. Like that's, that's what we're making a big deal is I think her being a billionaire or not. Who is we, me and my buddy at work were talking about this the other day. Who is it? That's like the, that's like the richest rapper. Isn't it Kanye West right now? I know Jay Z has been up there. Oh yeah, I think I'm because thinking, he's got a lot of businesses. But I mean, Kim and Kanye are like you know, I mean, I guess technically if Kanye's married to Kim, whatever Kim is worth as well. <laughs> True. Combined, them. I know he's technically a self-made billionaire. Yeah, Kanye does a lot. Jay Z has a lot of because Jay Z I think owns or did own like co-own a basketball team. I don't know if it's the Brooklyn Nets or. It's some team, I think, on the East Coast. I can't remember who it is, but um, let's see. Yeah, Jay Z owns that. He owns. Was it an NBA team? Yeah, yeah. it is an NBA team. Yes, yeah, an NBA I know team. Michael Jordan was doing that one with. He had the the Bobcats, but so ne- they're just a college team. Right? They're now the Hornets, though. Oh no, no! Yeah, yeah. It's um, it was the Charlotte. It was the Charlotte Hornets or the New Orleans Hornets, I think. I think something Charlotte like that. Hornets. Then they like. Became the Charlotte Bobcats. I think that's when he bought them, and then now they're the Hornets again. But I think they're the Charlotte Hornets. I'm pretty sure they moved yeah. cities. I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure they moved cities. But uh, yeah, Jay Z. I'm pretty sure he co-owns a basketball team. He's got the. 
I think he has the rock is like his label. He always does that. Uh, that's his like music label. Oh yeah. Cause the Illuminati. I forgot about that. <laughs> He's got so much stuff and yeah. And then what's his name? Um, Dr. Dre. Yeah. He sold beats by beats. Dre to, uh, Apple for Apple, like yep. $3.2 billion. One of the best things he ever did. Cause all he did was slap his name on it. Yeah, it was, that's, it, that's it, it. It was a it was a headphone company that he invested in, and then just slapped his name onto the the company. That's what they were small. They were a small company yeah. at first, or whatever it was. And he was like, "Oh, I see potential in this, but I want to put my name out there." Do you know who Jimmy Iv is? Who Jimmy Iv? Uh uh-uh. uh You being a music person, I would definitely look into him. So he, uh, I think, I think he does production, like producing music and stuff like that. But he's also, I believe he's also a manager, but he manages like a ton of people. I think he's mainly in the rap industry. Um, I might be wrong. This might be the wrong story, but I remember hearing a story that he um, he worked for like this studio and they needed him to come in on like Thanksgiving or something like that. And he was like, I don't want to come in I'm with my family and stuff like that. He was... I think he was in college or something. Mm-hmm. And um, they were like, trust us, you really want to come in. <laughs> and it was like a famous band, like Aerosmith or something like that, were recording in the studio. And Jimmy IV like, got to work with them just because he, he showed up. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Did but, you say um, Jimmy IV? Yeah, Jimmy IV. Let me look him up and show you. But, the... I mean, he's a much older guy. But, um, Jimmy IV. He's one of those guys that's like behind the scenes in the music industry that like most people don't know who he is. There he is. Jimmy Iovine, American entrepreneur, record executive media. He's the co-founder of Interscope Records. Okay. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That but, that's that's why he does a lot of rap stuff. Him and um because him and him like, and Dr. Dre Dr. are like, and like Eminem that. and all that probably yeah yeah but he actually I think there's a documentary on both of them and I think Jimmy told Dre he was like you should invest your money into stuff that you do like headphones or something like that <laughs> and so that's when he had bought that, oh, he that was like, company. okay I guess I will I don't have anything else to do you know and now he's a billionaire because of that. <laughs> Or someone would give me that yeah, advice. Right? You should invest your, you know, you should do you know, whatever it is. I'm like, just oh. slapped his name on that. <sighs> That's crazy, man. Well, I told you about the the live streaming. That chick doing making that much money live yeah, streaming. Yeah, $80,000. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that's something that. I don't know. I I hope I hope it continues to pop off for um, musicians. Like even even when we're having concerts, like it might not be feasible for y'all to you know, have to do a concert at a certain time, you know, maybe everybody like, Hey, I can't, I can't come out or whatever. So just live stream one and there you go. And just, you know, put that virtual tip jar up and I, I hope everybody participates. Cause that's like me being a rapper. Like I haven't heard anybody doing that live streaming personally. That's, it's a little different cause you're not playing anything. You're just kind of rapping, but like people who are like playing music, like a guitar or something like that, and singing, like that's perfect live streaming as a concert. And I don't see why people wouldn't treat it just like an actual concert. 
You should uh, you should go to Facebook and follow Quarantine Karaoke. It's a page I follow, mm. and it's, it's just this huge worldwide page of everyone doing all these different live streams. You can go up there live stream. I've seen rappers up there. I've seen people up there just doing karaoke stuff. I've seen this one guy just jam. He's got like 300,000 people viewing it. Jesus. It's got like, let me look. It's got like so many members. I can't remember what it is. All right, let's see. And you always see somebody up there. Let's see. Quarantine Karaoke. It's a group. It's got 719,000 people. Okay. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Quarantine quarantine Karaoke. You go up there, do your own thing. Like, it's just, dude, literally, it's just people just right now. <laughs> and like, let it go. Like, singing. They're just hanging out. Like, That's it's, wild. It's beautiful, dude. It's just all these people being who they are and just, like, they're doing art projects together. Interesting. It's, yeah, dude. Like, some people just do, like, makeup and... Or just jam on the guitar, or someone be like, "Hey, come hang out with me and let's sing while I play video games." Or whatever. Yeah. It's just like three hundred people watch it at one time. So definitely looking at that's, that. Dude. That's how technology. Like people want to complain about people being on their phones or on the computer too much. Like that's how people are making their money. <laughs> that's how people are getting banked. When I'm out with my friends, I mean, I might get on my phone every now and then, but most of the time I'm sitting there hanging out. You know. I try I try to stay away from my phone as much as I can, but it's almost like it's another attachment to me. Yeah. Uh, but that's because I'm I'm always I feel like I'm always on the go, like whether I'm writing down something for a song or mm-hmm. I'm talking to somebody in one of my bands or, you know, just talking in general, I guess just or or like keeping up with like with like live streams and hashtags and stuff like that. Um I get the weirdest people like like slide my DMs on Instagram. Really? Yeah, I think they're. I'm pretty sure they're robots. I don't mm. have any. I don't have. I only have. Like, <laughs> I think I have real people. <laughs> yeah, it's like I think I have close to two thousand people on Instagram, and that's and that's mm. organically, man. And I was reading about that the other day. I was like, you can buy followers. Yeah. But I, I've I've seen it. So I've seen what happens with this is that what small companies do is they buy like. They buy the first five thousand. Apparently, yeah, those Russian bots. Yeah, and the, <laughs> yeah, right. And apparently, after that, like naturally and organically, more people are going to follow you on that, and then they take away like those five thousand again, and mm. then you have you have like organically like ten thousand people. Yeah. So it's like here you borrow these, pretend like you have a lot of followers. That way, true followers will follow you. Yeah. And once you've matched it up, you know, hmm. there there's no need for it anymore. Yeah. Or something like that, but well, I mean, like I don't know about that. They, they say it's it's just, I guess psychologically, you are more inclined to follow somebody because they have a ton of followers. Yes. So that that might be a part of that science because, like, also like following people back, like. So I'm I'm not a fan of just like following random people just cause or like right. doing the follow back I've cleaning, type of thing. I've been cleaning up a lot of my stuff lately, so like, and I've been preaching about that. Just like follow people you want to follow. <laughs> but um, yes, I've noticed that I, I tried it one time just to see, and I just started following like random people, and like I started getting a ton of followers, just like random follow. Something like some of them weren't even the people I was following. I was just getting random followers, and I was like, 
Instagram. What do y'all do? Yeah. So it was just like random people? Just- yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of them were real people, and then other ones I could tell they were just like bots or just like fake accounts or whatever. But I was I just started following just like random people. I like go through the search. And you know how it'll pop up like the, the people who are like suggested or like similar to the yeah. person you're following. I would just like hit the follow button, and then I was just getting random followers. I just kept getting followers, and I was like – this is this is crazy. Like Instagram has a legit algorithm where they're basically rewarding you for following a ton of people. Let's see. So how hold on. First off, follow you real quick. So like yeah. this is right here, just like suggested follows. Mm-hmm. Just jump, jump, jump. I was doing that. I was just following those people and then I would like go to somebody's page. And I would follow them. I mean, I'm sorry. I would go to somebody's page and I would like follow the people that they're following. Okay. Okay. And like my followers just started going up. Like I would get like, if I followed maybe like 30 people, I would get like six or seven new followers. Like in, probably within like the next two days. Okay. And I was like, I know the that's hashtags. so weird. I know the hashtags are, uh, the main thing, because people follow hashtags nowadays. I know, I know, I personally do. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Post Malone lately as well. Mm-hmm. So every time I go to what's popular on Instagram, first thing that comes up is like Post Malone playing beer pong again, <laughs> or you know, that dude loves beer pong. Oh yeah, he loves Bud Light and beer pong. And uh, ow, I just hit my nose ring. What's the song? Is it beer beer pong or beer bongs and Bentleys? Beer bongs and Bentleys. Beer bongs and Bentleys. That was a cool ass album. Man. <laughs> then he had Hollywood's Bleeding. I'm like, yeah, this dude, yeah. Like he gets he gets the worst shit, man. Like he really does. He's I'm a like, great musician, dude. He is all dude. He was in a metal band. He's played rock. He's played pop punk. He's a hip hop artist. He's a pop artist. He's phenomenal. He and like I don't give a shit what he puts on his face. I don't care. <laughs> he's just oh, and like there's people that. Like, oh, I don't like his music, but I just want to go hang out with him because he's just cool. Mm. Like, you know, there's a lot of people like, I had a buddy of mine. He's like, I really don't listen to Post Malone, but I follow him on Instagram because he's cool. Like, he just, he looks like he'd be coolest one, you know, yeah. coolest shit to hang out with. Have you listened to uh, yeah. Clever? Uh-uh. So, Clever is, um, he's an up-and-coming artist, but he is signed, he, like, Post Malone just signed him to his his label, um, what are they called? Republic, Republic Records. Okay. Post Malone just signed them, but so Clever is from earlier when I was talking about Gazden, Alabama. That's, yeah, that's where Clever is from. Okay. And um, he is with a group. Um, they call it Payhouse Music Group. It's a guy named Carlton Banks and London London Blue makes beats, and then Carlton Banks uh, directs videos, and so they started a Payhouse Music Group, and so Carlton actually manages Clever. Well, Clever was doing a song with um, – he did a song with a rapper out here named NLE Choppa, and that blew up. Like, everybody – it's got, like, millions and millions of views on YouTube. And then Clever did some – I think some other features. I'm not sure who else with, like, smaller name people. And then he recently was on Justin Bieber's last album. Uh, Justin said that he found him on the internet – and I actually, I saw one of Clever's posts on Instagram. He posted like a song he did. And um, you can like, 
you know how the, you see like some of the top comments is like one or two comments of like it might be a famous person or something. If you went to the post, like Justin Bieber's comment was on, it's like, hey, check your DMs. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild. It's, yeah, that's, that's wild. That's <laughs> awesome though. But yeah, he got clever. on. Clever. Is it with a C or? It's, yeah, C-L-E-V-E-R. V-E-R just like it's spelled? Yep, just like clever. Okay. And um, It's a clever name. Sorry, I just said <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> I did not just do that. Well, his Instagram name used to be Who Is Clever. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah, but his voice is absolutely amazing. I'll let you listen to his music after this. Yeah. But um, so, dang, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, so um, Clever and... Post Malone are they're featured in one of the songs on Justin Bieber's album. It's called Forever. But yeah. It's people people say that Clever sounds like Post Malone. I think they're pretty distinctly away from each other. Like I don't think they sound they sound similar, I guess, but not exactly the same. Like you right. can tell the difference between their voices. Hmm. Um he's got a great voice though. Clever. Yeah. I'd be down to do that. And he's like a, I think he's like 35 or 36 years old. Really? Yeah. And he's just now getting big. Like he, he was on MTV like in 2009. So he got on some, I think it was like a rap show or something like that, like a rap contest that he got on back in like 2009. And he posted on Instagram one time he was on, um, I want to say it was like a spring break thing that MTV did. And he was on stage in like a rap battle and it was, you know, that was, over 10 years ago and he's just now getting his name back up like in the industry and i'm like dang kind of fell off and the came patience back on. of this man i mean hey man if you if that's what you love to do and then you stick to it man like like for me i'm you know, i don't i don't I'm, I'm gonna play music till i die yeah that's just that's just me though Did your keyboard lighting up it is that's it cool is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i paid a lot of money for it so i got i got the monitor uh, the keyboard and my computer off of um, I buy power. I buy power. Yeah, I buy power, and um, all that was like five grand. <clears throat> yeah, I spent a lot of money on that stuff. <laughs> That's awesome. It looks cool. Thank you. It looks a lot cooler than my apartment. <laughs> I had um. This dude Trey Drizzle and Marcus Nine Hundred One on, and um, that's their Instagram names, not the real names. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, he, he came in, he's like, "Dude, what is that?" And I was like, "That's my computer." He's like, "That's a computer." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. "That's a computer. That's yeah. what the inside of a computer looks like." Yeah. I mean, most people, you know, they either see a, an iMac or you know, yeah, got a, the desktop that's completely closed up, so you're you're not seeing much. But yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's awesome. Um, who is somebody that I should bring on next? I'm going to say that before I forget because I'll usually forget that. You can get my buddy Cody Clark on here. You can also okay. get my buddy Seth Walker on there. Um, there's there's a there's a few people that you should definitely go on here. I can, you know, give it to you about that. Awesome, because um, like. Having certain people on and then them like suggesting other people uh-huh. greatly helps me like find new people. Absolutely. So, sometimes dude. I try to find people and um, 
they like might not contact me back because I've usually been getting Rachel. That's like that's how she contacts you. I usually get Rachel to like um, just find the people and then message them. So uh-huh. if they don't message back, then it's kind of expected because she's just a random person messaging them about right. doing something. But um, even Louise said that um, sometimes people were like message her about doing something like maybe doing a song or some sort of gig or something like that. But they don't really actually have like something truly like they just might be wanting to try to hang out or something like that. I was like, Dang, I've had that happen before. Really? I've had that happen before. <sighs> like, that's weird. It's just kind of, like I said, like all these weird people will get my DMs sometimes. I'll be like, uh, maybe man, you know, <laughs> uh, well, you want to hang out sometime? Uh, no, <laughs> Uh, I, I I don't really hang out with a lot of people. Yeah. Um, when I do, it's just a small group of my mm-hmm. close friends, and you could probably see us frequent at TJ Mulligan's on Trinity a lot. Look at that! Look at that! There's another plug right there. There look, you go. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we hang out there a lot, and it's just like a group of like maybe maybe ten of us. It's mm-hmm. just uh, that's where that's where I play. Um, Seth plays there, and Cody plays there as well. You should you should get those guys on, man. You know. Okay. Uh, we actually all have a big show coming up. It's a, um, it's for Seth Walker's EP release party. It's July 11th at the Bluff, and you can buy tickets. Um, you can find me on Instagram at ammusic901. <laughs> um, it's Seth Walker's EP release party. Cody Clark's direct support, and then I'm playing, and then Seth Austin's going to open. Okay. So those are some guys. That'd be cool to maybe try to get some of those guys on to help promote the show as much as possible. Awesome. Yeah, they want to come on at the same time. I mean, I got four seats. I don't have a mic right here, but I do have – I'll just bring that one over. Right, right, right. I'll just put it here. That'd, so. be, that'd be cool. I need – so when I have more than just like two people or three people on, I need to figure that out. Because I mean, like right now, you could see the person if we were all like staggered. But mm-hmm. like – well, I had Trey and um, Marcus on, and you could barely see Trey from this angle. But I had on um, – what's his name? Prince DJ and Bianca McMillan. I had them on. And what I did was I brought the camera over, and then I, like, lifted it and turned it. So you could clearly see both of them yeah. a- and me. But I-, I just need to get another camera. They That's what I need about, to do. Like putting it in the corner? Well, I, I like the I like the close-up. Like, that – us uh, being like you know this close, like it it makes for a better, I guess, uh, view. So that's that's what I want to do. But I really just need to get a new tripod and uh, an, another one, another tripod, another camera, and do like the the POVs <laughs> where you got like two different angles. Or yeah, whatever. that'd be so, cool. But um, yeah, but if they want to come on uh, multiple people at one time, we can definitely do that. That'd be cool. Um, so you've got what you said you want to try to put out two other singles try to yeah i'm gonna try to release my first single this this show for july 11th is is my debut as a solo artist um with you know my buddies that that play play in a band with me but like i said i have am whiskey and then i have adam mcclellan so that's just like another band yeah yeah and uh i want to try to put out at least one single this year. Okay. At least. Um, I'm pretty sure I can make it happen. I just got to figure out who I want to produce it. Because um, there's so many great people around town, man. I just yeah. don't know who to go to. Um, 
I don't know. It's been that's been on my mind the past few weeks. We've been talking about that at band practice. We were like, all right, who's going to produce it? Who's going to who we're going to cut it with? And I'm like, I'll put that thing on my phone and do it. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, if uh, you never need to do any recording here, you're more than welcome to. Like, okay, I, re- cool. I record everything here. I so. appreciate that, man. I really do. Um, yeah, that'd be that'd be cool because I'm trying to learn how to do more recording stuff myself. I'd actually appreciate it if I could record. So. How do you record guitar? Like I've never seen it done. Uh man. Do you uh, actually like have a mic that you record into? There's some people that that just put a live mic in front of it, mm-hmm. and some people that just plug straight in. Uh, me personally, I like live micing it because it okay. gives it a truer sound. Okay. Um. But yeah, that's that's basically it. You just like. It depends on what I guess. It depends on what type of guitar it is. Like I play yeah. a Martin, so I want to get the true sound of a Martin out of it. So. Hmm. Just putting it live up to the hole and like, you play, you put like one where like, I can't remember where. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember where, but yeah, I, I, uh, I'd be, I'd love to come record, man, just hang out and just, you know, whatever. That's, I mean, that's something I, I always give people the opportunity to do because, I mean, I've got the equipment, so might as well just allow people to come do it because, yeah, it's, not everybody, not every musician is, you know, flowing with money and the studios can get expensive. <laughs> so I, I think, you know, me being somebody who knows how to record and knows how to produce music mm-hmm. should give people the opportunity to do that. And yeah, dude. it's, it's like way of collaboration because That'd be I mean, awesome. now you'd be like, cause people are going to ask like, Where, where'd you record that? And then that's now you'll tell people about me. So yeah, yeah. for sure, dude. Yeah. Well, all right, man. It's been great having you Thanks on. Thanks so much for having me, dude. I, I really appreciate this. Is there? I know you did some plugs earlier, but uh, you're more than welcome to tell oh, everybody anything else. Uh, please. All right. So please follow AM Whiskey on Facebook. Give me a follow on YouTube and Instagram. Again, at AM Music 901. And uh, I, re- I really appreciate you having me out, man. This has been awesome. I hope everybody's enjoyed it, too. So. July 11th at the Bluff, opening up for Seth Walker. It's going to be a big show. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, he's He's been prepping for this EP for a while, so he's pretty excited for it to come out. And I'm excited for him, too. I'm excited for everybody playing that show. It's just going to be a good time. So that's the next show coming up if Armageddon ends by then. so Awesome. All right. Well, uh, thank you for everybody tuning in, and see you next time. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to Romare Records Podcast on your favorite streaming platform. If you enjoyed listening, you should probably try watching on YouTube. It's way more entertaining seeing my guests and I talk, trust me. Smack that subscribe button, leave a comment, and uh, give it a like. Those simple gestures really help me out. So uh, stay tuned in for the next episode, and let's keep it rolling.